Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 29 of Digital Bromance. I'm here with Matt as per usual. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a, I'm, I'm going to throw this in because I feel like it, it's a sunny day. It's a sunny day. Okay. Uh, it makes me happy. I know we're not supposed to talk about weather at the very beginning. Or at least we, we plod not to, but... Yeah, I think that we, we wrapped that a wee bit, so... Yeah. I mean, it's it's relatively sunny here as well. That, oh, that shit. That brightens up the, the podcast. Oh, shit. What do you have for us, Ernie? Um, well, you know, we always start a podcast with amazing facts, just because, you know, Roman Joes loves to give value to people and information for free, so... Um, yeah, this is what we do, so here we go. I'll just take on here... McDonald's calls frequent buyers of their food heavy users. Heavy users. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit. Bit rude. Sounds like something British people would say. You're a heavy user of McDonald's. You're a heavy user, aye. (laughs) Yeah. Right, wait. Um, One in every five adults believe that aliens are hiding in our planet disguised as humans. Okay. (laughs) Do you believe in that? So we're concerning. Probably are you one not. of those probably one not. of those people. Nah, nah. Mm, okay. <laughs> you seem like those kind of person. I wonder. I was on LinkedIn yesterday, uh-huh. and I got a message from a gentleman um, that we just connected with, and he was, "Hey Zach, what's up?" Blah blah blah. Right. Uh, nice, mm-hmm. nice introduction. And and he's like, "Well, if you are Roma and Joe's." And I was like, yeah, right. is this yeah. because is this because of the movie? You know, Roma and Jules. I've had Ro- <laughs> I've had Romeo and Jules. Oh, I had Romeo quite a few times as well, and I had, I had something else as well. I had Jules, like Ram Jules. Yeah, right, okay. Jules. Yeah. Well, right. Anyways, let's kick it in. Uh, today, we're talking about some Facebook marketing stats. It's 2019, New Year, New You. The chances that you're starting your new Facebook strategy or Instagram strategy, whatever that might be, or you're refreshing the old one, uh, or everything is working perfectly and you're just continuing what you're doing, which props to you. Today, we're going to be talking about some numbers and what do we think and believe in and how maybe you can then use those numbers and make your own strategy much, much, much more impactful. So thing number one for today did you know, Matt, <laughs> that 39% of Facebook users, that's 39% say that they follow Facebook business pages because they want to receive special offers? Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, do you follow pages because you're looking for that sweet, sweet offer? Um, no. Yeah, me neither. So I found this one a bit weird and I thought it's maybe generational. Yeah, I mean, I can see a lot of, so do you mean by generational that a lot of older people would use it for that reason, or th- younger I, people? I think older, to be honest. Yeah, I would say yeah. older as well, just because, you know, stuff like Groupon, and I, I don't think that many older people see the full benefits or get much in entertainment and of enjoyment out of social media yeah. platforms the same yeah. way that younger people do, exactly. but they do see advantages in terms of saving money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like... It, Old it, people love a bargain, mm-hmm. don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they do. They love a deal. That's real. That's real. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, of course, like, by offering things, you know, people are liking, commenting on posts and stuff. Yeah. So, like, you get much better engagement, whatever the page is. Mm-hmm. 
But would I follow someone just for I don't know? So oh, actually, as uh-huh. a lie, I do follow someone <laughs> for solely the deals. Um, what is it? Oh, is it called Ten Ways to Have More Money? Okay. Yeah, this is it. Ten ways to have more money. But that's it's just good, it's like specifically tailored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? It's not it's not a company that's putting it. It's yeah. there's like a page that basically puts up right when there's deals somewhere, but man, the amount of there's so many stupid deals that yeah, of course. have come up. It's like, oh, you want a padlock? <laughs> <laughs> you needed a padlock. Are you running oh. out of padlock? You're like yeah. pretty obvious to most people, but it all counts. I mm. saved 30p on four cans of beans by buying separately compared to a multi-pack. People always assume <laughs> buying in bulk is cheaper, but it pays to check. <laughs> Thank you. It does pay to check. <laughs> yeah. To wrap, wrap, wrap up this, oh, this TV, tip, I think, <laughs> I think offering things to your Facebook uh, fans is a good idea, for sure. But I would not try and build that page around that yeah. problem. And, uh, because I, I personally find it quite annoying if I was following someone and they were this this goes back to what we spoke about so many times and that's the promotion promotion mm-hmm. promotion um, which does get annoying quite quite quickly so yeah I mean take away what you what you want from this one 39% a post average organic reach and this is this is a heavy <laughs> post or what a post what Average right. organic reach is only around how many percentages is well, it? Like, like the, the likes of, of the total page likes. Yeah. Uh, total organic reach. It's it's sad. It's sad. Five percent. I am very close. It's six point four. Ah. Very yeah. close. Um, yeah, six point four. There was a rumor I remember talking to people that were thinking it's two mm-hmm. percent. Um, in the marketing community. So so you could say it's, it's better than some people think. But uh six months. Nah, I mean like, like I kinda I think about this the other day when I was writing one of my articles is the how Facebook's kinda shifted from this social platform that was meant for connecting mm-hmm. to this advertising platform for businesses and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, of course. Like as days go by I'm kind of less and less into Facebook. We had this conversation just a few days ago uh, with a friend of mine, and we were saying, you know what, I might actually... Like, I cannot do that, but I well, can. Like, but cut obviously... it, call it completely on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm on not sure on I Facebook's either, app, but, like, yeah. I'm yeah. feeling... I don't like, feel if I wasn't, necessity yeah. it. Like, I'm not... No, not at all. If I wasn't into Facebook mm-hmm. marketing, I, w- I would... There's, li- there's nothing that would stop yeah. me. I would delete it like right now. Um, I'm getting nothing yeah. out of it, man. Like I'm getting nothing out of it. Like I'm much like Instagram. Or would it yeah, delete? I wouldn't delete Instagram. I'm really into Instagram. Like yeah. but that's the thing. Like the more people I speak to, who aren't around my age group or who didn't go through that kind of teenage experience of, or like you know young, young adult experience of. Uh, being on Facebook and that being the main thing, like a lot of people, older people that I speak to, they uh, they don't have any use for Facebook. They don't they don't use it. They don't have it. Yeah. And it's not it's not a, yeah. a family friend. She's a, uh, a hairdresser. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I cut out. <sighs> yeah, they cut out for like a few seconds. 
Well, I'm trying to figure out if there's a tip or something that we could tell to people how to get from 6.4% to a bigger number, but it's, it's going to be difficult. I mean, you obviously need to produce engaging posts, you know, it doesn't matter how many likes you have. Um, the, the better you understand the people that are actually liking your page, whether that's demographic, you know, age, all that, that's all going to come into play. So, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one, but but have a look into your insights and um, on Facebook and figure out what's what's your percentage because I think it's it's extremely interesting. It's going to be a big debate over the upcoming years or you know yeah. months. Even. I mean, like if you look at um, if you look at the kind of uh, your engagement and reach, it's like I mean, from personal experience, it's probably it makes sense actually. It probably is around that. Yeah, it does. It does. It really it, does. It is very, very sad. Like, and Instagram is the same, mm. probably. You know, like if you, even though I see when it comes to Instagram, I see differences. Okay. Um, I definitely bump into a few people that had maybe five k followers and they had like two k mm-hmm. likes, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, they're like at like what, like thirty five percent, what at forty percent. Um. That is absolutely mental. But then, with Instagram, your act because it's it's personal. Even if you're mm-hmm. a brand, it's it's sort of like you can still like other people's picture and you know like things like that, which you cannot necessarily do on mm-hmm. Facebook in that sense. I feel like when you go on somebody's profile and they might have not that many followers but mm-hmm. shit ton of likes, and let's let's assume that those likes are genuine. Um, it could come a lot from that page actually liking other people's stuff and commenting on it, which, you know, is, is on, in all fairness, um, a good yeah. strategy, I guess. So, yeah, 6.4. Right, let's move okay. on to the next one. 47%, that is 47, of Facebook users only access the site through the mobile. 47? Now, 47%. this one, man, this surprises me, right? I thought it's yeah. going to be much higher. Yeah. 47. <laughs> 47. Yeah, so half, let's say half, yeah. Nah, I don't believe yeah. that. Yeah. That is a 2019 No, all of the statistics <laughs> you, you've given me and are about to give me, I'm not sure I believe. 47%. Yep. Under half. 47% so, so, of all so. Facebook users. This You have to realize, this can be, this can be proportionally mm, influenced by some markets. So, who knows, right? Maybe... I don't know. I'm going to fucking spit this out there. Maybe in Russia, they predominantly use desktops, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? I get that. But... And they count for I, it. I still yeah. just don't believe that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe. I'm, I'm with you on this like, one. I'm definitely with you like, on this one. Nah. Everyone has... By this point, right, the majority of people have... Wait, 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 wait. You, 47% of Facebook users only access the site ah. right, so if you use, if you use <laughs> laptop and mobile then you're not then I guess you count no, for both you're not yeah. that. Oh, you're, you're not counting right, in that, that makes one, yeah. so much more sense yeah but still I thought it would be hard yeah, yeah well, do you, do you, like do you use just your phone for Facebook 
No. Well, okay, if I'm <laughs> completely honest, no. About 90% really? of the time. That's yeah, I don't go on Facebook when I'm on my laptop. No, you really. have it on in the background. No, not on my laptop, mate. Honestly, I I would have maybe right. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, uh, as or I'm on Medium quite a lot these days, but that's just not LinkedIn. Much definitely, much more on LinkedIn. Right. Nah, so yeah. well, then you still count as the person that uses both, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. So, that's true. That's true. It makes sense. That does make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> One study says that the most effective length for Facebook ad titles, so for all of you doing some advertising, is four words. Okay. Now, this is this is really interesting. Because, like, bad. man, I've seen so many fucking ads with, like, a paragraph. Is this in the copy or is the heading? Yeah, the, the, the ad title mm-hmm. is... Is the copy basically, and then uh, the link description is like the okay. like below, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there, there's a time and place for long form content, but Facebook ads are not the place. It seems like so most effective length, four words. Not much to say there. Videos with autoplay sound annoy eighty percent of all users. Eighty percent. That's massive. Eighty percent of people are annoyed with. Something. Yeah, I mean, you're not annoyed by massive. it. That's you massive. never experienced it. Uh, oh man! Every single yeah. night, every single night when I'm lying in bed and I go on Facebook or anything really doesn't have to be Facebook, and I'm scrolling through somewhere and I forgot to turn mm. the sound down, right? Or I haven't put it on silent, and then something blasts <laughs> in my face. <laughs> the yeah, thing is, something that. blasts in your face. You shit time. yourself. You scroll away from it. Yeah. You scroll on to the next thing. <laughs> that place. And it's just like a continuous fucking, you know, escape from from sound yeah. on videos. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they should make it that if you want to hear the sound on a video, just tap it. Like, once you've watched one, yeah, that you're only putting this, the mm-hmm. video the, yeah, the sound yeah, yeah. on for that yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. I think I think what what this stat is important for is the realization. You know, you a majority of people will consume your content quietly mm-hmm. without sound. So, obviously, subtitle relevant subtitles, or or any visual cues doesn't have to be subtitles, right? Yeah, um, could be like bulletin points or whatever. We've seen quite a lot of those. Um, something like that needs to be there if you still want to get your message across, unless your visual message on its own is so strong that everybody gets it without sound. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, it is annoying, man. Videos with closed captions increase viewing time by about 12%. So it's just what we talked about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not much to talk about here, is it? Just, <laughs> just caption your videos, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, your video ad has about three seconds to capture viewer attention. So we obviously knew this, um, mm-hmm. and probably everybody does. Three seconds is all it takes for people to just say, you know what, I'm bored with this, and they keep on scrolling. Three seconds, yeah. that's, that's that's crazy, right? Like, we live in an age where three seconds is fucking... But, like, yeah, yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy that for, like, as a creator, like, yeah. that's, like, one of the main 
things you think about is how the fuck are you going to hook someone in the first three seconds yeah. to, continue, yeah. to make them continue watching. But I remember hearing a stat <coughs> that like ages and ages and ages ago that's similar to that is what they said. You can tell whether you're going to like a song within the first five seconds or not. And I was just to, yeah. I was just yeah. to like put on songs and test that and be like, can I tell? And I could tell. Okay. Like I, could. I should try that. Because you get an idea of now, now you can be wrong, right? I'm not saying that your yeah, your yeah. gut instinct for every single song is going to be right. Like a lot of songs can take a turn, like people can take a shift in rhythm or tone or whatever, and it becomes a lot nicer than it than it was. <laughs> but for the majority, bless you. Apologies. <laughs> but for the majority of um, of songs, like you can you, you get that kind of feeling. Like, like the one thing that Spotify has always said to me every mm-hmm. year in those little things mm-hmm. is stop skipping so many songs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can tell within yeah, a skipper. short period of time whether I'm going to enjoy it or not. So Yeah, that'll be too. But then I can it, also so. get into a rhythm of skipping. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like but, looking for that perfect track and not finding it for three hours. Yeah, because I'm just sitting there. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 not giving anything a chance. Oh, man, I used to have this with, like, when I would play, uh, especially when I was playing FPS games, mm-hmm. and I would I would be in a match or something, and, like, to help my focus or something, I would be looking for that one track that, like, <laughs> yeah. that, like both, like, pumps me up. I was about, and... to, say, I was about to say, you should have put it on uh, Pump It by Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some sort of an EDM mix or something. Mate, that pump it used to get me going. I was like, do you know the fucking one about it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, good. Mate, I had Black Eyed Peas CD when I was like... The very first? 14, yeah. Mate, do you know that's so weird, right? Like, I remember being in Govan and going into this house, right? That, like, like I knew, and kind of knew the person. And the, the guy that lived there. And he had a son. And... Okay. and I can't remember if it was just me in his house uh-huh. or someone else was there, like one of my friends. But I remember right. his son coming home and he just bought a CD. Mm. And it was these things called the Black Eyed Peas. And I remember just like... Was it the one with the elephant on it? No, like, no, it wasn't Elephant. It wasn't Elephant. Right. It was the one with Where's the Love. Right, right. Well, that got them famous as fuck. Yeah, that was the very first one. Have you, have you listened to any of their like, previous stuff? It's quite weird, man. What do you mean by what before that or after? Yeah, yeah, before, before. No, it's it's I've so weird. I've seen videos of where I am, like yeah, scratching like, and stuff. But, like, oh, have you seen videos of him walking through nature? No, <laughs> mate, this is like I'm like the real OG here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, this yeah, back to the topic. It's interesting. What what I wanted to say back to the three seconds to capture attention is that if yeah, like as marketers, we completely understand this, and it makes all the sense in the world. As a content creator, however, it's interesting how this. I fucking hate the word interesting. And right now, we're stopping this podcast. You are just. Starting. You are the most interesting person. Synonym in the world. You are the most interesting person I've ever met. Interesting. In all honesty. Arousing curiosity. Mm-hmm. Synonyms: absorbing, engrossing, fascinating, riveting, gripping, compelling. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this on the side, and I'll use these fancy words. Okay. So it's entrancing <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that we as creators 
I have to find a way to work around this. And it, even if you think about it or not, it has changed the game. And it's sort of what you said at the beginning. You really do have to think about that, that hook in those three seconds. And you cannot introduce your video with a nice fade in, you know, mm-hmm. like the music sort of slowly crescendos. And, no, it, it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because people were like, "What the fuck? I don't have time." This for is this. too slow. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm in a hush. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you need like a really strong visual impact, mm-hmm. and you obviously want to marry it with a great sound or whatever. And um, yeah, it has changed the game a little bit. I, I don't want to say for worse because I don't think that's that's the thing. I think it just makes us a bit. We have to be a bit more creative, which is always good. Okay. Um, don't know. Do you hate it? Do you feel like it, it stole something from the way you would create something? Like three seconds. Yeah, I mean, because like they're still long form, right? Like nobody took a long form content from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do I hate it? No, because I think whenever I create anything or wherever I've created anything, any kind of video content, I always like a kind of abrupt start or like a big yeah. snap into something or you know something that's like yeah. gripping from the moment yeah. to go instead of like really long but like that's 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 I, I kind of like both but yeah. Yeah. I feel like in a way like uh, that rule that kind of three second thing helps you as a content creator because it kind of brings attention to the idea that Mm-hmm. You're gonna need to pull out some some magic in the first uh, couple of seconds to to create a successful piece of content. And I'm not saying that I don't think that without you know the three seconds, but yeah, it definitely it's not it's not a bad thing. It's a reflection on people's attention. I think so as well. That's that's such a good way to summarize it. It's a reflection of people's attention. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you can't, it's nothing to do with, I don't think it's anything to do with social media or Facebook, it's it's how people digest content. Yeah, it's, it's general. Yeah. yeah, so, and I think, and I think even as, like, when, as a filmmaker, like, yeah, if you have feature length uh, ability, like, amount of time, then, you know, go ahead with the, the kind of slow pull in, mm-hmm. if that's the kind of start that you want to have, yeah. but if you want to be a content creator and create things for the internet and for socials, then you, you need to kind of change your, your strategy of how you, of how you make these kind of things. Does that make preach, sense? Preach, oh, preach, yeah, preach, okay. preach. <laughs> Shorter posts get about 23% more interaction than longer Facebook posts. Okay. So this is just on the whole topic of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, 23% more interaction Nothing to scoff at. 23% sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess keep it short and sweet. The audience is consuming shit on the go. You know, attention goes out quickly. So, yeah. Um, I think this also goes goes with the landing page. I was just going to mention this. Um, when you're creating a landing page, so you have a perfectly crafted short and sweet post on Facebook that then takes people somewhere. You want to keep, you want to keep, you want to stay in that fashion. You want to have that landing page, hold that interest, you know, um, you want to have it short and sweet, beautifully designed, simply designed, not too overwhelming. Um, yeah, just, just to throw it out there. 
keep 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 in mind that it's not just Facebook. If you're pointing people in some directions, um, you gotta keep you gotta keep that uh, pattern. Mm. Video posts get more shares than any other post type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like, I think the 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 mixture of um, the capabilities of video content and the emotional capacity that they can bring. Like, so let's say that uh, there's some kind of movement for saving animals. Mm-hmm. I think more people are definitely into experiencing the hardship and understanding mm. the, the the difficulties or whatever it is that, that piece of content is trying to get across. Yeah. I think that comes across a lot easier and um, and more effective in video content. Like you don't need to read, you don't need to create. Like with reading, in a way, like you know, when you read. If you're a good reader, then this isn't the case. But if you're a bad reader, and it's it's more than acceptable to assume that there's you know a shit ton of bad readers out there, um, it's it's almost energy consuming when you need to consistently or constantly like you know create the image in your head from the words. Yeah. Like so, if if you can read. And you don't even really need to take in the, the the words, but it can still create the image of what the words are trying to say, and that's fucking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you, you can do that, <laughs> and I'm sure you can read all sorts of books heavy, easily, and very fast. But for a lot of people, video content is you can pull the heartstrings a bit more. You don't need to, you know, you concentrate as more. Like you're being shown mm-hmm. the image instead of having to create it. Mm-hmm. So I think from an emotional context, whether it's funny, whether it's sad, whether it's exciting, whether it's inspiring, is way, way, way more effective in video form. And I think that's probably why it gets shared a lot more. Yeah, I made you on fire today. <laughs> Summarizations, really like it. Thank you. Man. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, when you look at when you look at um, Facebook pages that are successful mm-hmm. um, in terms of the engagement or their general marketing strategies. Um, again, and we've, we've spoken about this, but, um, you know, Red Bull comes in mind mm-hmm. and when you look at Red Bull's page, there's a lot of video. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of video. There's, there's... <laughs> like, imagine, imagine Red Bull used like a word Just stills. to describe, uh, <laughs> to describe like their, the like... rider is jumping over it. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hmm. Like you probably have a much, much more like dumbed down version of what it actually was. Like when you see the videos of some of the shit, you're like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. If you like write that down and he's like, Yeah, he went a hundred foot in the air, you're like, Ah, that's pretty high, isn't it? A hundred foot, that's quite high. Yeah, I think I think yeah, but like even compared to stills, I'm gonna throw in a little bit of a industry insight. Okay. I I had a meeting mm-hmm. um a few days ago and I was sitting at a I can't name this but um it's a it's a it's a big restaurant chain okay in the in the uk right mm-hmm. and as i was sitting down with the um head of marketing mm-hmm. or well cmo i guess um we spoke about their content on social media mm-hmm. and i was curious what is their strategy for 2019 mm-hmm. And um, it was 73rd, and I'll explain what that means, right? It's much easier than 
amazing. Seventy percent of all the all the content that would be posted on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, mm-hmm. would be stills, mm-hmm. and thirty percent would be video. And I'm... and when I said, well, you know, it's it's understandable because it's food. Yeah, that's what I was about um, to say. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would still argue that, um, and I did in that meeting, but. Uh, I was basically told that um, video production mm-hmm. is still first too expensive okay, and yeah. takes too much time to pull off. So, so I was an interesting meeting from that angle, um, mm-hmm. seeing how big companies are still a little bit afraid mm-hmm. of of making the step towards video just simply from financial uh, point of view, yeah, or just logistics. And um, I totally get it. I do really get it. But I, at the same time, I think that you could build an in-house team of, you know, three talented videographers slash content creators, and and they could probably pull out a lot yeah, of, of video content in-house without without the need to outsource to an agency or or video production. Interesting meeting, but I I thought that it's uh, what's the other word for interesting? Give me a second. I thought it was. Uh, this sounds just weird. Oh. I wanted to say compelling, but that's compelling. Like... Nice way. No, did it work? You're gonna sound like a douche, though. I'm just gonna warn you. Like, <laughs> was, uh, like when you start M- using M- all these words, you're gonna sound like a douche. <laughs> no, that meeting was cool, but um, yeah, yeah. And it makes just, sense. Like I was yeah. watching a thing. What was it? Who was it? Uh, I think it was Tim Pool mm-hmm. on Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, you should watch it. It's really good. I think oh, shit, shit. What's that? Wait, what? Who? Tim Pool, I think his name is. What? Is that the... He's the, like, journalist. Ah, okay. Never mind. Yeah, okay. Um, But he, like, was a journalist for Vice and stuff, and now he's, mm-hmm. like, an independent one. Mm-hmm. But he knows a lot about the the instances on Twitter of, like, banning and stuff for yeah, for, for yeah. no reason. And I think after, because Joe Rogan had that, what's his name, Jim, Jim, someone, the, the CEO of uh, Twitter on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a backlash that he wasn't asking, you know, the all right the questions. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he had Tim Pool on afterwards and he kind of, it was really good. Like, anyway, yeah, you should watch it. If anyone's interested in any of that, you should give it a watch. But I will. I will. what he was saying was... He was chatting about people, like these people who are kind of like, you know, exploiting companies by creating websites that farm clicks, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, so like yeah, you know, when course. you go onto those websites and it's, it's like 25 times celebrities fucked up their makeup. Yeah. And then to see each celebrity, you need to go into the next page, which there's a literal yeah. different page. So then you turn one person into 25 clicks. Yeah. So then someone comes along with 90 million, look, I've got 90 million clicks, like give us yeah. all this money and you can advertise on this space. Yeah. But when, so like someone who's started their business, got their their hard-earned cash and has put it into this this website that they think is going to reach 90 million people when it's actually reaching a fucking fraction of it. Like it's yeah. reaching no one, it's reaching fake people. Yeah, I can understand how you'd be disheartened from you know, um, jumping into the digital space because it is scary. Like there's, there's, there's loads of fucking freaky shit going on on the internet, and there's a lot of stuff that you can't determine. Like there's, it's all virtual. You can't tell what's real and what's not. And I get it. It's fucking scary. But like, if you can create a a real following 
you know, mm-hmm. if you can get someone that that's not why, a bullshitter, like that, then, that, that, then it's effective. But that's why I think brands or or even smaller brands or businesses should work more with influencers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like obviously be be extremely careful with who you work because there's there's um, you know there's been a backlash obviously this year. Yeah. Um. About influencers having fake, well, using bots to get likes and you know, yeah, all the yeah, all so the kind like, of shit. So so be careful. But but, but I how, think okay. If, so how would you be able to mm-hmm. tell, like, for, if you were to get if you like, it's all well oh, you, to say like you, be careful. You are, but you are you are come on. Like, well, first of all, there's platforms now, so you can you can use some platforms to check that. But at the same time, if let's say that you want to work with someone, check them out like properly. Like for example, right? If I if I was to invest, I don't know, hundred k into an influencer-led campaign, I would choose an influencer where I maybe know that they also have a YouTube channel. You know, they have all that. I would perhaps check the history of their behavior, right? Meaning, like, you know, like let's say that you would invest into I don't know any big YouTuber, really. Um, like let's say Zoella, right? Like she's quite well known in the UK. So you would invest into Zoella because you're launching this new lipstick line. Mm-hmm. That's like she doesn't have a fake following, right? Like, like we all know that because you know she released books that was became fucking number one bestseller in the country. Yeah, you know. So like, look into it. Meaning, do your research. I guess. What Get, if what if mm-hmm. you're a smaller company that's considering uh, going into the influencer space, mm-hmm. um, and you're not spending a hundred k? Yeah, if you're spending. Um, yeah, 10, a couple of yeah. thousand. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, that's a difficult one. I think there's a few factors. I still think that influencers are underpaid. Okay. So the chances that you can still find a decently big one uh, that that hasn't really got a decent offer yet, mm-hmm. and you would think that they're used to getting paid a hundred k, right? Yeah. Like Kylie Jenner, you know, two fifty k per post, but the chances that they're not. So I would still probably, even if I had a smaller budget, I would still probably go after the big fish. Okay. And I would, I would perhaps, I mean, like if you're a smaller company, you can make some sort of a deal as well. Right. You can, you know, try and let's say that you're selling a product mm-hmm. and uh, you can then, you know, off of every sold pro, you can do like an affiliate kind of thing. So off of every sold, you know, you will get what, like 20%. Yeah. So so then it's 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 in real time the cash flow is coming in and you're kind of giving twenty percent out. You know it's not gonna cost you shit ton of money up front. Mm-hmm. So I would maybe do that. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be scared of going after the big big uh, influencers because I mm-hmm. think they're still I think I think influencer marketing is still you know a baby basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be my two cents. Fair enough. Your meat and two veg. What did you say? Nothing. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> I, said you, I said your meat and two veg. <laughs> well, <coughs> sorry about that. These, you said... <laughs> these these were the you know need to know Facebook marketing stats for 2019. That's it. That's us. They were good. They were good. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Hopefully, we. Sp- sparked some ideas in your mind maybe you want to revisit what you're going to be doing in 2019 mm-hmm. keep it all on board with a pinch of salt obviously it's it's all just it's all just numbers um not everything works according to what we just said you know your your 
uh, fan base could be totally different and and um some of these numbers are just nowhere fucking close to what you're getting so it makes all the sense i would say let's end this with and i'll give you some time to think this through okay i'll answer first but what would you want to see in 2019 brands or companies do on social media like what would you want yeah, to yeah. see them do? yeah okay I if I should if I could choose one thing mm-hmm. um, that I could somehow implement into people's minds or brands or companies, uh, this is going to be a bit generic, perhaps, but I would like them to be more creative and not just from the standpoint of use more colors or you know, mm-hmm. go more crazy. Um, I'll give an example. For example, when it comes to clothing brands or mm-hmm. or uh, or drink brands. There are certain standards in the industry. You know, this is the way we photograph drinks. Or this is the way we photograph fashion. Mm-hmm. And it's very stale in a way. Yeah. Um, or at least I find it. So what I would do is that I would try and perhaps come up with something that's that's a bit new. It doesn't have to be completely fucking crazy. But something that's, you know, maybe maybe nobody else is doing just now. Mm-hmm. Or a very small portion of people are doing. So get a bit more creative, you know, introduce something something new. Don't just take the beautifully lit studio picture. Um yes, it looks good. It's a standard, but it's boring. Mm. So that would be me. Okay. Cool. Um I would say mine's more for businesses on the smaller end, maybe more personal businesses. Uh mm-hmm. for yeah, you know, the everyday person, not not your nights <laughs> and your Red Bulls. Yeah. Um, I would want people to pay more attention to the strategies and the capabilities of social media in 2019 because I still feel like there are a lot of people that have social media, um, a lot of small businesses that have social media, but they only have it because they feel like they need to have it. They don't have it because yeah. they're trying to utilize it as a platform that can bring them in, um, mm. you know, revenue in some way. They they, they just see it as it's 2019, so you need to have the social media. You need to have Twitter, you need to have Facebook, you need to have Instagram, and that's, you know, that's the only way that you'll be able to, you know, do anything in, in, in this, this, this world these days. But there's no point in you having it if you're not going to use it the way that it can be used. Um, so, yeah, I would say put more effort into learning different techniques on social media rather than just having it. That would be my thing I'd want to see from smaller businesses in 2019. Sounds great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, well, this is it for today, folks. Thank you for listening. This has been Roman Joe's Digital Bromance. We are a social-first content agency. You can find us at www.romeandjules.com. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.